I dropped the kids off at school in the minivan and I drove to the BMW dealership. And when I did that on my phone, I sold some stock of Coca-Cola and used that as a down payment. And probably within 45 minutes, I actually left the dealership with the new car. And I was laughing hysterically. And the man, I just walked in and was like, I want that little cute white one right there. And he's like, oh, are you sure? Okay. And I'm like, yep, that's what I want. And I sat down at his desk and I just started laughing hysterically. And he's like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. Hey everyone, I'm Maria Sansone and you are listening to Mom to Mom, the podcast. So glad you're here today. So today we're talking about the side hustle. I know for many of you, myself included, we love a side hustle. And oftentimes that side hustle can become the main gig. So my guest today, Summer Butler, went from a single mom with a college degree to becoming her own boss with a growing empire. That's kind of her story in a nutshell, but there's actually so much to her journey and how she got here. So if you're out there thinking that you want to be your own boss someday, but you don't exactly have that like shark tank million dollar idea, then you might be interested in today's conversation because today we are diving into the concept of franchising. So I don't know if you've ever thought about it. I haven't given it that much thought. So it was very interesting to hear Summer's take on it and hear how franchising really changed her life and her entire career trajectory. So here is my conversation with Summer Butler. Summer, welcome to mom to mom So good to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you. So with four kids at home, it is probably just such a luxury to sit down and be able to have an adult conversation, theoretically uninterrupted for a good half an hour. It is, even though I did have to remind everybody, do not interrupt me for 30 minutes. So we'll see if this actually occurs. And they may. And it has happened before. They say on average, a mom gets interrupted every seven minutes. I beg to differ. I think it's like every two or three. So we'll see how it goes. I agree. Um, Okay. So we talked about your main job of being mom, but you have a lot of other stuff going on too, including franchising. And that's what we're really going to be digging into today. But before we get to all of that and sort of what that's all about, because I think a lot of people will be interested in that. How did you get here? Tell us a little bit about your career path and how you wound up doing what you're doing now. Yes. So I actually am in marketing. I had uh, graduated from Florida State University. I unfortunately, but fortunately, started off as a sales rep making $22,000 with a Chevy Cavalier with a dream to work for Coca-Cola in marketing one day. And that's exactly what I was able to do. Kind of worked my way up. It was really hard to get in. Uh, was creative and found in looking at the resume versus what actually was needed for the job. Found that I needed certain experiences and then went after that and eventually was able to get on board. And I was there for about 10 years. And then we got a magical situation where our jobs were eliminated. And I had the opportunity to either find another position with the the company or take a severance package. That's kind of how franchising worked for me. You say magical. Now, for a lot of people, that would be devastating. But it's interesting that you use the word magical because I know for a lot of people, when life sort of hands them something that they weren't expecting, especially in the job world, and you're forced, you know, you're hungry, it's when things happen. And it sounds like that's when things happened for you. 
Yes, I I actually just saw something yesterday that said when a new chapter is coming into your life, you can feel it. And that's when I felt it. And I remember sitting across from my boss and almost what you said, I just started smiling and something came over me to say, this is an opportunity to do something totally different and out of the realm of anything that I've done before. And that's when I started to get really excited, but still very scared. (laughs) It's interesting how sort of brave and powerful people can be when there's no safety net right? When you know that there's no plan B, you just got to go for it. I feel like that's when really cool things start to happen. So tell us what happened next. So I uh, actually decided to reach out to somebody who their main job is to basically find a perfect franchise for you. So I decided, what if I did something totally different? Now, what is it that I wanted to do? I wanted to do something that involved women, something that Um, was going to be more empowering for women's lives as well as my life. And then I do have three of those four children, our daughters. So really wanted to do something that maybe could be more inclusive of them as well. And when I reached out to a gentleman, they basically do a matchmaking. You tell them how much money you have, what your interests are, and then they give you a list of different franchise opportunities on on companies that you may be interested in. And then they make the connection and you literally talk to them step-by-step and figure out what is a good fit for you. And if you like them, then you keep going forward. If you don't, then you say, no, thank you. And and you throw them to the side and you just keep moving along. That's interesting. So how did you even think to look into franchising or Did you always want to have your own business? Because what you were doing was a little bit different. Marketing, working for a big company, big corporation. This is very different. Exactly, Maria. That's exactly why I started to freak out because (laughs) I said, I just want to do something totally different. Like those words were literally the words that I used. And I really thought about opening my own business, but that was actually scarier because In corporate America, I'm used to working in a box. I'm also used to having quite a lot of money to spend that's not mine. So I was comfortable in the sense that I knew I was probably a good business person and could make good choices since I have been granted a lot of responsibility in my corporate job, but I'm used to working in a box. And so I felt like franchise was a good stepping stone. It's not all the way out there where you're having to create things from the beginning, but franchising is really a box that you're given, you're told to execute accordingly, and then you do so. So I felt like that was a good medium for me to kind of enter into. So you own your own business, but there's then someone that you, you know, like there's checks and balances and there's parameters and there's guidelines. And so in other words, you felt comfort in that being that you came from the corporate world. And I think for a lot of people who are just getting started, it's a huge leap to start your own business. So to have, to know someone has your back probably takes a little of the pressure off in some ways, but in some ways it could probably be limiting too, I would think. Well, it's, yes, it's a little bit of both. And I will say you have people that are behind you that have done it before. They know exactly what to be done and you are paying for that, right? Mm -hmm. So if I was to create a business by myself, I would have a little bit more leeway, but you're leapfrogging in a franchise, but you're paying for that, but you're at least having that safety net of people that have done it before that know exactly how to do it. You know, we have a call center that handles everything. This way, I don't have to worry about somebody answering phones. So there's a lot of, you know, checks and balances and people there to kind of help you and guide your business. So here you are, a woman of color, a mom, under 40. 
How did that play into your decision-making when you were making this move? You know, that's exactly what happened is I thought to myself, someone like me does not look like someone who owns these businesses. And that was what actually motivated me even more. And especially within my business, I hire a lot of young women that are not college educated. They're more estheticians and cosmetologists with with licenses to do hair and makeup and nails and those type of things. And as someone who grew up with a single mother who also was in a similar situation, I was really excited to be able to hire people and bring people along and be able to give them also a way of life. And that totally motivated me to be able to do something bigger than myself, bigger than my corporate career, even at Coca-Cola, and also to show my children and my daughters that this is a perfect way of life and just kind of go full circle with it. So we're talking a little bit about your story and how you went from corporate America and made this giant leap to start your own business. And I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way. And I'm so glad you're sharing some of your experiences with us. But you say there's one thing in particular that you don't recommend doing, and it has something to do with the minivan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yes. This I decided that I was going to manifest this new person that I was going to be. And I think when you're a mom, you recognize that there's a piece of you that you probably have let go. I realized that I uh, had gained weight. I didn't know what was in style or cute to wear in clothes because I've been pregnant for quite a few years. And then I was driving a minivan. And so as I was thinking through this person that I wanted to be, I realized rolling up in my new sexy, cute franchise of eyelash extensions in the minivan just wasn't really what I wanted to be. And if I was really going to embrace this whole role and manifest who I was going to be, that that was something I needed to change. And so I dropped the kids off at school in the minivan and I drove to the BMW dealership. And when I did that on my phone, I sold some stock of Coca-Cola and used that as a down payment. And probably within 45 minutes, I actually left the dealership with the new car. And I was laughing hysterically. And the man, I just walked in and was like, I want that little cute white one right there. And he's like, oh, are you sure? Okay. And I'm like, yep, that's what I want. And I sat down at his desk and I just started laughing hysterically. And he's like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm Maybe not, having but... a little bit of a breakdown, but it's yes, fine. But that's okay. I mean, I just wanted to do something to start to jump leap as to this new life I was going to start creating. I still kept the minivan because I still have four children that are all in a lot of sports and they make a huge mess in in my vehicle. So I still have that, but I also have the BMW um, too. Good for you. And I think that a lot of women can relate to this moms. I know I can, maybe not on the BMW exactly level, but where you get the fresh new haircut or you go and you buy yourself that really nice dress because you've got a new interview or, you know, just trying to reinvent or just shake off being a mom for a minute and get back to whoever it is that was under there. (laughs) Especially if you're trying to change your life. I think that the, the people we present and we put out in the world, I think there's something to that. And I'm a big, big believer in manifesting as well. So good for you and your BMW. You were showing that like, this is my new life. So take that. 
but I still am a mom and I still have my mini the mini life too. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't totally trade that in because no, no. the kids and would be like, kids, I have to go no. to soccer. And you'd be like, oh, the two-seater Beamer. Mm. I know. The kids know. Before we enter the garage, they say minivan or BMW. They know. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit about why you chose. You said that, you know, you were kind of given the chance to explore all of these different franchise ideas. And you ended up landing on one that is by women for women. I know you've got girls, but why else was that important to you? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Our our founder was a mom that was doing lashes as well. And she actually started off just doing Groupons. It started to take off. And her story was so inspiring because she was a mom that stepped out and, and decided to take a leap of faith in, in her business and making women beautiful. And, you know, in working in my corporate career and being so stressed, even though it is beverages, so you think it's not as stressful, but it was something that I would love the opportunity to make other women beautiful and have it lighthearted and just be for us. Now we do have men every now and then, every now and then um, <laughs> that come in. I am in Atlanta, but we do have quite a few women that are coming just for a spa-like experience. And I really can understand that as well. There was a time in work where I was so stressed that I decided that I was going to tell work. I was at home and I was going to tell home I was at work. And I... Ooh. Instead of going to work, I drove to the spa and I you took just, a day from my Did you see spa. my eyes light up? I'm like, this is yes. the worst idea. And so I, I committed to myself that I was going to do that once a quarter. And so that is my time. And so that is so important for mom and for women to take that time out and do that. So I felt like this was around that same type of experience is we have, I had a woman in a couple of weeks ago that was nine months pregnant. And she said, I'm getting my eyelashes done because when I go in for my delivery, I don't want, I know I'm not going to have any makeup on, but I'm going to have pictures taken. I want to look beautiful. And after I have this baby, I want to come in here because I lay down and I just took a nap for an hour and the music is going and we give them a blanket. And it's just having that mom time for yourself. And that in itself is also just as important as me running a business and having women, but also giving people an opportunity to just have time for you. I don't think we can ever under, we underestimate how important self-care is. And it's something that we talk about a ton on here, especially for moms. And we shouldn't have to lie, cheat and steal to go have a spa day, right? That should be something. And we say it on this, on this show, don't pencil it in, pen it in. Pen yes. in your self-care time. That's right. And I, I always do that. I leave in the morning when I drop the kids off, when I take that once a quarter, because work I'm, looks like I'm going to work and you're going to come home just the same way you always do. But I still got a good eight to three o'clock spot experience that nobody missed before. So Summer, you are a mom of four, which is a huge job in and of itself. You are a business owner. Do you have any tips for managing stress? I know a lot of us, what common theme is the overwhelm. And just when you think you can't get more overwhelmed, somehow we get more overwhelmed. So how are you at managing stress? I would say taking time for yourself is always important not to feel bad about that. 
and hire help. And uh, help comes in a lot of different ways. There are high school students that will drive a child for $10 to a sporting event so that I can get there at my leisure rather than rushing like a maniac from work or from another location. And it's really about just being smart and not feeling guilty about it. Because we have a tendency to feel like we have to do everything all by ourselves. I get help from different places. I don't feel guilty. And I ensure that everybody has what they need to do. And I do that by taking it one day at a time. Because it's very overwhelming if you look at everything that needs to occur. Um, I have a little paper calendar, old school, that I have everything written down on. um, And I just take one day at a time and try to make sure that I get everything done. And I sleep very well at night. Good for you. I think a couple of things there. The old school calendar is very, very important. And then help too, but you have to ask for help in order to get help. This is something I'm trying to work on. I feel so overwhelmed and I feel like I need help, but I don't know how to ask for it. And I'm not great at accepting it. And so it's my own fault, right? You have to be willing to take some help sometimes. We all That's need right. that for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Well, we're running out of time here, but I know there are women out there who are like, okay, this is me. I'm in between things. I want to start my own thing. So just some final quick advice for anyone who is looking to take a leap and start their own something, start their own business. You're going to be scared and that's okay. You're supposed to be. I literally cried at the bank. Uh, I cannot walk into the Wells Fargo without going like this. And they're like, hey, this summer, because I had a meltdown when I had to actually transfer the money to my franchise because I was scared. But at the end of the day, I always have to remind myself if other people depend on me and they're willing to believe that I can do it, then I need to actually just believe in myself and invest in myself that I can do it as well. So being scared is a good thing, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Um, We're pushing ourselves, right? right? Absolutely. So good for you, Summer. Thank you so much for sharing all of this today. It's so always inspiring when you see someone who's taking chances and come out with some big wins. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Mom to Mom. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Summer. I found that so enlightening. I hadn't thought much about Uh, franchising at all. And so this was just, this was really good stuff. All right. If you are in the New England area and you're interested in watching Mom to Mom, the TV show, you can catch us on Mondays at 1130 a.m. on NBC 10 Boston. In the meantime, you can catch all of our episodes of Mom to Mom, the podcast, wherever you find your podcasts and feel free to binge on them and do me a favor and like and review them if you can. That's huge. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at Maria Sansone on social and you can find the show at The Hub today. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you here next time on mom to mom